This is the Sean Yankee Show. And we are, as a people, inherently and historically opposed to secret societies, to secret oaths, and to secret proceedings. We decided long ago that the dangers of excessive and unwarranted concealment of pertinent facts far outweighed the dangers which are cited to justify it. In the councils of government, we must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. Today, we've had a national tragedy. Two airplanes have crashed into the World Trade Center in an apparent terrorist attack. This episode of The Sean Yankee Show is being brought to you by the support of viewers like me. We realize the importance of independent media and truth in this time of mass deceit and propaganda. We have decided to fight for and support it to keep it alive. You can help us in this fight for truth. Contribute at patreon.com forward slash Sean Yankee. Thanks for coming to the show. It'll begin soon. Hey, everybody. Get in here. Welcome back to the Sean Yankee Show. And you picked a great night to come to the show. Even though we're on late, I had massive technical problems. I hope that all of that fighting with the computer did something for the lagging and glitching and all that bullshit that was going on. If not, I'm going to be very disappointed, but I won't give up. I will keep fighting this machine, which is what I've been doing. It's why we're 45 minutes late. But... You picked a great night to stop by. We have a fantastic topic for conspiracy theories and chill. This is going to be really cool. So get in here and remember to smash them shits. Do that right now before you forget. Hit that like button and share this out. Rumble if you're here on Rumble. It's still the little plus, little thumbs up if you're on desktop. But if you're on the mobile device, it's the boxing glove right above the video smash them shits that really does help us i know i sound like a broken record begging you guys to do that all the time it's very helpful and helps us to get out to more viewers and be seen by more people so it's a great way to support the show and there's many other ways to support the show and if you can please do that helps us out greatly but let me say hi to some of you guys and uh, roberts hit them shits keep smashing them if you're here on Facebook, I hope you smash the shits out of them shits. There's like 25 of them on Facebook. Absolutely, let's get together. BR Bud, you got a profile pic that makes me think me and you'd be fantastic friends. Edward says he hears us loud and clear. That's good. Am I glitching and pausing and freeze framing? Is that going on? Because I'm seeing I'm getting an internet alert, uh, even though we're hard plugged in. So 
it's still got to be something going wrong. Well, I didn't see an answer, but hopefully it's better. Hopefully things are improved. And isn't it funny that absolutely nothing has happened yet with Trump? I checked before the Internet because I've been fighting a computer for about an hour and a half. I checked before I went on. Still nothing. All that hype. Sound is great. Pick freezes. Okay, something's wrong with our connection. And it's telling me that. But I'm hardwired in. So it, it's got to be something else that's going, that's going on. We'll, we'll get to the bottom of it. We're at least closer to fixing it. But without any further ado, if you guys are ready, uh, it's Wednesday night. And on Wednesday nights, we do conspiracy theories and chill. Welcome back to Conspiracy Theories and Chill. Oh, I am just having the worst. Whoa. I forgot to take the little thing down. Welcome back, though. How are you? What's happening? How are you? Oh, I'm frustrated. I'm flustered. I had half my face cut off for a second there. Yeah, you did. Is it coming through that I'm flustered? I'm trying to calm yeah. back down. I had yeah. half a little baby joint just to calm back down. Yeah. It is? <laughs> no. All right. I'll try to calm down a little more, but I have been fighting this damn computer. I'm trying to get rid of that glitchy shit, but I haven't, have I? Not exactly. What is yeah. um? What do you think the problem is? Well, I thought the problem was a virus, so I downloaded an, and I bought a new antivirus software and put that in the computer. That's what I've been fighting with. And there was like a hundred gigs of duplicate files in my computer and all this shit. So I've gotten all that taken care of. And I was hoping that was the problem because there was a couple malware issues and things like that. But no, it doesn't seem to be the case, but it's okay. I'll figure it out. It's telling me that I don't have good internet, but I have a hardwired connection. I'm not on Wi-Fi or nothing. I'm plugged directly into the internet. Have you had a storm recently? No, nothing bad. Just let a little light rains and shit. Maybe somebody hit a pole or something. I don't know, but it's been going on for weeks. That's what I'm saying. I've had that happen before um, at another place I lived for a long time, and then I kept complaining, kept complaining. Eventually, they sent somebody out up onto the pole, and they found that on the pole, that the um, coax um, had loosened itself up. Well, I'm going to have to call them then. Because I now, I now know it's not me. 
I did solve all the problems. I think that might have been some of the audio stuff. That's been scratchy audio on my end for the last couple weeks, too. Anyways, that has nothing to do with conspiracies. You had a conspiracy theory that you were getting into with us on the morning yank. I, did. I didn't fully understand it, so I didn't research it very much. I I want to sum up what I thought it was, just to see how close I actually am. And first, I want to make sure I get this shared out. I don't think I've shared it on Facebook. Oh, my whole computer is jacked. You know, I could, um, if we made a video about it, we could call it University Earth. University Earth? University Earth. What do you mean? Explain it to me. Okay. Um, well, the theory is is that Earth is actually a school because in the Bible, <clears throat> um, Jesus calls himself teacher over and over and over and over again. That was the one thing that he said that, that he wanted to be called more than Messiah was teacher. When, when he asked Peter at Galilee, who do you think I am? And he said the Messiah, he turned his back to Peter and he looked at Mary. And he asked Mary, who do you think I am? And she said, teacher. And he said, you are right. Because the, the earth is a school. And we're here to learn um, spiritually how to ascend to higher levels. And when you look at, so tying mud flood into it, when you look at the mud flood stuff, um, obviously we were a more technically advanced culture pre-flood. And so the, the theory goes is that there's dark and light, right? Dark and light beings, there, there's the good and bad, there's the devil, and there's the angels. And the rules are that none of those, dark or light, are supposed to be able to intervene with us with, without us giving them permission. Like when Jesus says in the Bible, I stand at your door, I cannot come in, I knock, you have to let me in and invite me and I will sup with you. And he's literally giving you uh, metaphors on spirituality. He's telling you that the light beings can't come in, intercede, push out the dark beings unless you invite them in. That kind of thing. And so the dark beings have been playing against the rules for a very long time. And it's not s stable. So the great spiritual war is coming to a head right now. So so that's the, the theory is, is that, that school is an earth or earth is a school and we're supposed to be spiritually ascending up but the dark light tries to keep us ascending down and if you think about um ascension being levels of a game right so you have 10 levels um five is halfway one is dark 10 is as bright as light can get and we're trying to ascend to the 10th level I thought it was because I was high during the morning yank, but I still didn't understand that. So are all 10 levels going on at the same time? Yes. Yes, and, and every level ha is is a little bit different than the last. It's, it's So is this all that existence is, is a loop on yeah, 10 well, different levels? Like the, um, like the John Teeter said about um, you have, let's say, 10 multiverses you have, and the one you're in is the one that you are in control of. You can ascend up or down into these different timelines. And so putting the John Teeter theory and the um, University of Earth theory together, they make sense. 
because as you ascend up your everything changes the cha- the things in your life uh start going right um things like that little differences mandelas yada 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 but it's literally there could be 10,000 timelines for all I know but I'm just using 10 as an example um so if you're at whatever timeline you're in you could either time timeline up or timeline down and the dark beings are trying to get you to timeline down smart enough I'm not following it. So well, I'll try. I'll try. Maybe if I listen to it 15 times over and over again, I'll get it. You're trying to, to advance. I'm trying to understand it. Spiritually, you're trying to advance. What am I advancing to, though? Light. What do you mean? Light. A, a better life, a better it. existence, um, better visuals. Everything goes better your way. Um, no more sorrow no more pain all that and, and so the uh, so okay so in a past in the past pre pre mud flood all right follow me here i know you can follow me in this one pre mud flood our our we were way more advanced correct i agree with that and yes. so those people in the past didn't have the dark souls or the dark shadow figures intervening because they weren't breaking the rules at the time which made earth a school and it was a much better place to ascend spiritually it every if you and, and back then people were lifting um 30 and 40 ton stone with with noise they people were able to levitate things and that's almost common knowledge now that we know this well, the reason they were able to do that was because they were they were honed in better with energy and frequency. So it all goes back to energy and frequency. It always does. So now the devil has taken over. The dark souls have taken over post-flood. And we it's a very hard for us to ascend back to where we were pre-flood is pretty much where I'm getting to. So, so our um, spiritual um, advancements now just pale in comparison to the spiritual advancements of the past and we're trying to get trying to hold i'm trying i want to get you in one spot and hold you there for just a second i want to get my head around what's going on in this theory are these now we're back in time we're like pre-flood now i'm getting so fucking lost no like the existence yes were you saying that it happened i was trying to explain to babels and this is the way i thought it was that there was like 10 different versions of reality going on right now, even. Mm-hmm. And that we're trying to advance to the most positive reality. Yeah, yeah. That's, Is that what that's, you were saying? Yeah, that's a really good way of saying it. But does that happen in like a next life, like uh, Robert was saying? Or is it in this no, life? It's does in this your life. current it, soul just leave this pod and go to that reality? Yes, your current soul will leave this timeline advance to the next timeline whether it's advancing up a level or decreasing down That's a level what i thought you meant and I'm the level right to her. I got yeah, it. And, and we talked about this before um the levels as you go up or down you're never really going to notice a difference because all the people in your life are still the same you still work at the same place all that the only difference is as you ascend upwards little things start to go your way more as you invite the light beings into your life 
they will do things like even even something as small as you, you can look in your hamper and you have no clothes to wear. You can walk away, come back, look in your hamper, and you're going to have the clothes that you were just thinking about. Things like that. And I've had that yeah. happen to me. So they will, if you invite them into your life, the light beings, they will intercede on a lot of things that, that you don't even realize. Like Like when the Bible says that I will go before you, um, I will set up paths that you won't even, you can't even dream of. But you have to invite us in. And, and the Bible says it all through the whole Bible. It talks about light versus dark. Um, there's, there's dark beings in, in every timeline. And there's light beings in every timeline. But as you ascend upward, you get more light beings, less dark beings. As you descend, you get more dark beings, less light beings. And, and so, like, okay, so... Another way to, to kind of explain it, I guess, is um, that that show uh, where they talk about Montauk. Um, Stranger Things. Stranger Things, right? Um, where they go to different dimensions. And in and, and these different dimensions, they can still, as a, as a dimensional being, they can still hear, um, see, and smell things. Like when um, Michael was stuck in the fourth dimension. He could still he, he could still hear his mother. He could see his house. Everything was black and white. So it, that's basically what the other dimension would be. So these dark beings are actually in another dimension, and they're trying so hard to get to your dimension to get to you. And so if you've ever had um, a mental breakdown, you've seen shadow figures in your house, and they freak you the fuck out. They're in your bedroom, and this goes on for months. Um, some people see them as as um uh when you get paralyzed you ever see that you hear people talk about that where they're paralyzed in their sleep but they, they're wide awake and there's like demons standing at their feet there's a name for it yeah yeah but... so that's that's them that is them and they're not supposed to be able to do that but they do they break the rules and so through the whole thing with um ascension as you ascend further upwards the dark beings are going to try more and more in your daily life to bring you back down, whether it be through Facebook chats, news, um, relationships, friends. And, and, and these are all computer-generated programs, it, all these people, until a soul takes over that body. It's just walking around aimlessly, um, fulfilling your life for you until you are ready to take over that body. Seamlessly. I need more weed. I need to buy some weed off of you. You have really good Sleep weed. Sleep paralysis. You are high as hell. <laughs> Sleep paralysis. I like your. I like the Earth is a school part. It is. See it that? really is. All right. It always what? has been. All right. And and that's what we're here for now. Earth is a school. Expand, we are supposed to learn how to hone our frequencies and energies. We, we are supposed to be able to um, live like Nikola Tesla, but we don't because we, uh, on our daily basis, every 15, 20 seconds or so, something pops up on your feet, something pops up on your news, something pops up that brings your energy down. And that's, that's what they want. They want you to descend to their level. And the more you, you, the more you ascend, the further you get away from them.
in this theory though is life an infinite loop um so you just keep ascending and descending i think when you descend you die and then does it just start over i, I think yes i think when you descend oh, yes i think man. when you ascend no so dissension yes ascension no because that's the whole point of the school is to graduate and when you graduate then you finally leave this earth forever and you're able to live on um heaven um the other realm however you want to say it but if you descend then you're stuck here until you you learn to hone your energies and frequencies and your spirituality so that's what they talk about in the Bible about past karma is these guys that were never able to ascend because they lived for the flesh. They lived for this world. And as long as you live for the flesh, um, as long as you're okay. So the easiest way to explain living for the flesh is doing things that you wouldn't tell anybody else about things that you feel it, you have to hide it. Like even if it's looking at your Facebook and something pops up on your Facebook, and you feel like you need to lift your phone so that other people don't see it. Those are things that we're not supposed to be doing, and we know it. And that's our conscience telling us that. And so that's living for the flesh. So the, the further we get away from the flesh and closer to spirituality, energy, and frequency, the more we ascend upward and we get off of this planet. The hows and whys of it even. You're teaching this theory. It's just, it's whatever's coming to me, whatever is in coming to my mind. These words are being spoken. You can invite these people to speak your words for you, and they will. This sounds like it's more than a theory to you. It's a lifestyle. It's just, are you a different entity right now? I might be. How high are you? So I need to get you and everybody else I know so to ascend with me. Stone. So that we can all ascend together. So that when I get off this earth, I'm not alone. This earth is only, this is just a layover destination. This is not our home. I it was is, hoping that it wasn't going to be that this goes on forever. It can. It's up to you. I don't want it to. It's up to you. I mean, it's it literally is up to you. It can go on forever. And that's what when um, Jesus talks about. That would about be how. When he, he says that the devil takes over this earth and he lives for the flesh and, and he lives for the worldly um, things. So the more you live for the flesh, the more you're going to the longer you're going to stay here. You're not supposed to give a shit about the car you drive. It's supposed to be about the journey. Yeah, right. Me too, Jerome. That's what I'm saying. This is not only cheaper weed, it is obviously better weed. This is taking Paul to another dimension. Right. Look at Babel's. ascended beyond us. Babel's is hitting it right on the button. Live your dreams. She's right. I know about that. Yeah, you can, you can materialize the life you want in your mind. Everything exists up it, here. That's leveling up, sir. And that's that is leveling, leveling up. up. Yes, because... You're changing your outcome. You're changing your life. You're changing the things that are happening to you. And that's because you're in a different timeline. That's because in the current timeline, when shit's going bad, you're creating that bad shit. How many ounces were in that jar? I saw that jar too. 
That's probably <laughs> gold weed right there. I'm just teasing. It did look like a nice big jar, though. About an ounce. Oh, just oh, come on! It's a bigger jar than that. It must have been a trick of the camera. It was perspective. It must have been sitting right by the camera because it looked like a gallon. Gallon. Yeah, it looked like a gallon of 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 uh, marijuana. <laughs> so yeah, I mean that is ascension in a nutshell. Is um, like we talked about before, what, what are, why are we seeing Mandela's now? Because we moved to a different timeline. That's, that's either ascension or descension. I think that's a descension. I think we're somewhere around level three and we need to get the heck out of here. So I had it backwards. I had it going 10 to one, one being the best. Um, yeah, it's ten just an the example, best. but yeah. Well, I mean, in your example, 10 in is my the example, best. 10 is, 10 is light. One is dark. I knew you had us pretty low to the ground, though. Like oh, I, had, I had it at seven, so we're I was at backwards. About, so yeah, you were right on with me. We're right around yeah, three. It was backwards. And it, so, like you said a minute ago, you can change your reality, and by doing that, you're actually moving to another timeline where things start going right for you. And they and these light beings are in these other timelines, setting things up for you getting them ready for you so that when you do ascend to another timeline, you, everything is seamless. You know what this sounds a lot like, though? Hmm. It sounds like the matrix theory, the simulation theory. Really? A little. I mean, it, it, it would sound like it was the, it was so many simulations going on at the same time, just different yes. simulations running on at the same time. And you could enter in between each one of them. That sounds like computerized. It sounds like it would need to be. It would need to be. And my God, I can't figure it out because if I could, he wouldn't be my God. Right. And so he's going to have all these different um, scenarios, let's say. Okay, so timeline three, um, you open a door for a guy, right? And he thanks you and, and or he tells you to go after yourself. Timeline four, <clears throat> you don't open the door for the guy. And, and so timeline three... In timeline four, things change just from that one little event. So so now you have all these different timelines that are already played out, simulated, that you already know the outcome of, right? And so God can put your soul in any one of these timelines he wants to put you in. But you have to earn it. If you're going to ascend to a better timeline, you have to earn it. And, and so like when you think about it, so I thought about when I was thinking about this was like, well, then how come these um, a-hole politicians and all these people are the richest people on earth? But then I, it, it came to me quick that it, give it back unto Caesar what belongs to him. These people are evil. That money is theirs. That, that, and the love of money is the root of all evil. It really is. So that's earthly shit. That's monetary shit. If we, if we're more worried about, um, can I take my car with me when I die? Can I take one of these shiny guitars with me when I die? You know, I want to have all this, this coolness and I want, I want, I want all these women and, and all this shit. Well, it, right. it, that will make you stay here longer. If you really want off this earth, if you really want to be on a better timeline, you have to change that with your faith and your perception. Otherwise you're stuck on this timeline. 
You know, the part that I don't like, though, is that there's just it's a bunch of timelines going on. So the best I can hope for is I switch to a different timeline. You switch a better, to a better timeline, one. but, you know, a different timeline, but not. I, I, I'm, waiting, I'm wanting the one that gets me off this fucking ride. So in, in one of these timelines. Uh-oh. Sean froze. You froze, Sean. But from from what you were saying, you said you want to get off this earth. You want to get off this planet. The easiest way for you to get off this planet is going to be... Hey, he's back. The easiest way to get off this planet is going to be to change your perception, your um, the th your habits, everything really, your your thought process, all that has to change. Because I'm an angry person, and I can literally watch people on Facebook that are that I should be congratulating, and I'm thinking to myself, well, big fucking whoop, right? And, and I shouldn't be doing that. And so these are things that recently I've been changing in my life. Robert asked an interesting question. So. Is he a real person or a character in your program in this theory? Um, I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. How would, am I real? You know what I mean? Yeah. It's yeah. All this going on in your head. Um, it could be. I mean, this, this could all be, um, a dream. You could be literally in a sleep until, you finally get it right. Um, I mean, even the Mayans talked about it back then. They talked about ascension and descension as well. And you had to be on this earth long enough to be able to learn how to ascend and to not be fooled by the shadow figures. They even talk about the shadow figures. They talk about a big, long hallway. And in, in, in this hallway, there are rooms on both sides of the hallway. And you can literally... If, if you're good enough and you ascend, um, you can go to heaven. If you're not good enough and you descend, you, you can pick your new parents. Literally, you pick your new parents, and then you're born back into this world trying to do it all over again. That's what the minds believe. And so that's kind of, kind of I mean, all, all religions really do have this theory. It's not mine. We're just trying to understand it. Mm-hmm. We're trying to get our heads around it. So he could be a character and maybe, well, I don't see how there's any way he's not a character. Me too. I think we're they, just characters in your timeline. What are they called? Um, what if I'm active in another time? Man, this is mind-blowing. What, what do we call uh, people that are into the news and all that? Um Shit. It is not racist hate to not like police. Babos thinks I need to be a bigger fan of police. <laughs> I don't like them. You just got to be a fan to everybody, I guess. Lisa wants to know how much of this is biblically supported. Um, All of it. All of it? All of it. Yeah, all of it. The multiple timelines you think is is supported with the Bible? Mm -hmm. That multiple the Bible. timelines are because yes. isn't that weird? Yep. Like what? 
what what would that mean though so all of this is somewhere else or is it like a video game where the other world doesn't render unless i'm there no it's all happening um it's all happening but that's crazy but in all those other timelines it is computer generated you until you're able to ascend take over that body and then once you get into that body everything is there that's already been taken care of that would be see that's what i'm saying i'm i'm with robert on this that would create yes. so many timelines yes and that's right i was only using 10 as an example but there's literally oh, billions of timelines and whatever one you're worthy of is the one you're going to go to so it all depends on you you can't blame nobody else you, you can't um laugh it off and all that shit. it's it is what it is it, it this is spiritual and and these spiritual beings have been fighting for your soul for thousands of years this isn't the first rendering of sean yankee's life you've been on this earth for hundreds if not thousands of years trying to get it right i wish you would talk about this as it is if it's a theory you keep talking about it as if it's complete and total fact. I wish it was like. I like think that. you need to talk about it like it's a theory. Your weed's too well, good. Well, because, all right, so like she asked, Lisa asked about, is it biblically supported? Yes, it is. In the Bible, it talks about um, your ways as a man. If you take on the the earthly things, if you live for the, the flesh, if you live for the body, then you are going to be stuck in a dark place. And it talks about how it gets darker and darker and darker and darker. She but said also, all time is simultaneously happening. All, all always. At once. All at once. What does that have to do with what you were saying? Because, so anyway, so like what I was saying about if you descend through the flesh, if you live through the flesh, right? Then what do you think you're going to do? I don't know. I'm trying to do conspiracy theories. I'm not, I don't understand the question. I haven't even smoked yet. So the theory is, is I don't that, know how I'm so confused. The, the theory is, is that pre mud flood, we were um, way more in tune on this school in this school that we call planet Earth. We were able to um, melt stone. We were able to levitate things. There was we we had pyramids and we had um, geoglyphs and all kinds of shit around the world in different continents that all looked the same. This theory sounds enormous. And and, and when you see you're not playing the, you're not playing the game fairly. And, and when you're you supposed see, to operate within one theory, you're you're operating within unlimited, uh, ever evolving theories. No, this is all, this the, is all the same theory. It's not the same. It is. No, it's no, not. It is. It really I'm is. not this stupid. No, it really is all the same theory. And and everything went to well, shit. We're going to have to put a bow on this pretty soon. And everything went to shit when the Anunnaki started to pop up all over the world. There, there's there's um, sketches and sculptures of the Anunnaki in Peru, in Samaria, um, in Colorado. And so after these guys came here, which are the dark beings, everything went to the flesh. 
pre-Anunnaki, there was how civilizations. You're going to make me just play the video blank. How are we talking about the Anunnaki now? It just popped up. It just seems like oh, because I'm trying to I'm trying to turn into a theory now. I'm trying to I'm I thought it was I'm trying to go your way. Are you gonna no, go my just, way? Just I just wanted to understand and talk about the one theory. I don't. We went everywhere. That's really good weed. I'm not even gonna smoke. It's too good. Uh, somebody's got to we got to we got to have a designated driver Anunnaki built all the pyramids and huge temples now that's another theory though Anunnaki we can talk about that I'm just saying we got to switch gears and stay there for a second so like the Anunnaki you think these are aliens from another planet I think they're from another dimension from another dimension Jerome thinks that I don't understand you because I'm not high. Could be it. That could, that could, could be, be it. So Jerome says, consider each different frequency from AM through FM. Souls are energy. And yes. You switch from each frequency. Mm-hmm. Kind of like radio stations. That makes but sense. What me and Robert are talking about is what about all this stuff that's going on in this world? That would mean there's endless copies of this world with a bunch of memes running around it's just incredibly creepy thought doesn't that creep you out when it you don't find that disturbing thousands of paws no not really i mean it at first it does but this man the multiple timeline theory um that's the nephilim anunnaki she so those are the that's who you're referring to then is the nephilim yeah Called Nephilim. Yeah, she yep. says that. Okay. Is that who you were referring to too? Then the Anunnaki? Oh yes. Because the offspring of the fallen? Because it seemed like um it seemed like the world was at peace. Um we didn't live for the flesh. We were all closer to God and the stars and there there was a lot going on pre uh fallen. So I would consider them the fallen. The Nakis. The Nakis. The, the Nakis. Focus on you and your being with the other possibility. Be yes. Problems. Yes. And that's what it's all about is changing your timeline, your perspective. And so it, the Bible even says that when you stop living for the flesh and you invite the light, that the angels will be two steps ahead of you it says that it says god it says jesus it even says that the angels will be two steps ahead of you they will give you a future they will they will give you everything determined on your past they will give you all the desires of your heart the further (coughs) further you go away from the flesh the, the more you get rewarded and so you're going to get rewarded by being on a timeline where all of a sudden things start happening for you. Hey, the scratch off worked. I'm trying to figure out how to get this into portals. I don't think I'm going to be able to do that. 
Hmm. No, you can. No, I don't know how. You can, because I think, um, okay, so according to this theory, you just opened up a new one. But uh, so according to this theory that we're all timelines, so right? This is how the dark beings travel between timelines. That's another way that they're breaking the rules is through um, portals, through what we call alien space travel. But they're not traveling through space. We all know that. You've never seen a spaceship go from a planet to the Earth. It always just pops up out of the black. And so I've always said, and you know this, I've said this for years, that aliens, are, are, they're not from other planets. They pop in and out through, um, through portals, and the blackness of space is a superhighway for time travelers and interdimensional beings. Yes, Jer Jerome, portals are used to travel interdimensional. It's a super highway for them. And, and once we, if we were able to have our energies and our frequencies at that type of level, we would be able to do that shit too. We would have wireless electricities. We would be able to make things levitate. All of the, all of the above. Everything. You'd, may, you'd be able to make a pencil move with your mind if you could use the right side of your brain. But... The dark beings are literally keeping us down, keeping our energies down and our frequencies down so that we're only using three, five, ten percent of our brain. But that's because of us. As you start to learn new things, parts of your brain turn on that were previously off. Dude, I think my entire brain is off. I feel so stupid right now. Jay, Jan is talking about aliens come from other dimensions, not other planets. Yes. That's part of your, your you brought the portals in. And that's part, that's totally within what I'm saying. The portals are totally part of the deal. This is how they come in and out and, and they fuck with people and they will talk to you in your mind. And so will the light beings, the dark beings too. But the dark beings, they will literally um telepathically will talk to you and they will try to steer you into such a low frequency and energy that you just think that there's no god nothing blah 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 i'm just a speck on this earth and we're flying through the air at six million six hundred sixty six thousand miles per hour but yeah i'm glad you brought up portals now, doesn't it make sense for portals now? Because that's how they get from timeline to timeline. I suppose. I suppose. I, maybe that's a good enough time uh, to get into what maybe the Bermuda Triangle nice. is. Nice. You read my mind. You swear, I swear to God, you read my mind, dude. There's no way. Because it has nothing to do with anything we've talked I've seen about. this right before the show. I've seen this exact picture that's right now that's on the screen. I swear really? to God. And I, and I was weird. like, that would be cool to talk about that. Well, this is what Babels wanted to talk about. She was curious about the Bermuda Triangle. She said she wanted to talk about something supernatural. That's why I thought your theory would be neat. That's how it started. Because I was trying to explain your theory. 
And I, she thinks I got it, but I still don't think I do. But I thought it had something to do with traveling through portals would have something similar to do with that. Mm-hmm. And that there's portal places on the earth. And yes. this, this could be one of them. Yes. I do believe. Things are traveling into another dimension. So I thought maybe in a minute, what were you going to say? I was going to say, um, and there's other portal spots too. Remember, we talked about the one in Colorado that'll take you to Iraq and Dubai and, and all these other places within 20 minute walk. That one's trippy. <laughs> the Grand Canyon portal. That one is trippy. But yeah, I believe, I believe, Sean. Well, real quick, let's watch the video on it, the bit, the Bermuda Triangle video from Conspiracy Theories and Chill, and then we'll talk a little more about portals and all of this after that. Nice. Mm-hmm. Humans first began traveling the. Ever since humans first began traveling the globe, thousands of people have mysteriously vanished while passing through the Bermuda Triangle. Now, this infamous part of the globe is located in the Atlantic Ocean between Puerto Rico, Miami, and Bermuda. And it is an area of roughly 500 square miles consisting mostly of open water where ships and planes are known to vanish without a trace. And it's well known that men who are brave or foolish enough to travel through this area may never return from their voyage. The legend of the Bermuda Triangle has been around for over 500 years, and on this episode of Conspiracy Theories and Chill, we are going to explore this notorious nautical phenomenon. Now there are many different stories of strange disappearances and experiences in this area of the Atlantic Ocean, and in this video, I have picked out just a few interesting ones for us to look into and talk about a little bit to explore this conspiracy. Now there even turns out to be many facts and statistics supporting the theories behind the strange disappearances in this area. In fact, on average, this particular area of the ocean sees a disappearance of a boat or plane nearly once a month. And this alarming statistic is downplayed by the fact this area is also very heavily traveled every day. And this anomaly of bizarre disappearances also has many theorized causes from very scientific to paranormal and even alien and we're going to explore some of those in this video as well so to get us started let's look at a few famous stories and disappearances that have been reported in the Bermuda Triangle for the very first one we're gonna go all the way back to 1492 and one of the most famous stories from all of world history the voyage of Christopher Columbus yes the very first recorded phenomenon in the Bermuda Triangle was reported by Christopher Columbus in his diaries. He wrote that when he was sailing the Bermuda Triangle, you know, in that time they didn't call it that, it didn't earn its name till much later, but this area of the ocean was famous for a long time. But Columbus wrote that on his first voyage to the New World, he reportedly saw a great flame of fire crash into the sea one night in this area, and that a strange light appeared in the distance that stayed there for a few weeks and according to his log on October 8th of 1492 
He looked down at his compass and noticed that it was giving weird readings. He became fearful and thought that his crew would go into a panic if he told them. In fact, three days later, his crew is said to have noticed the strange light that Columbus had been seeing and threatened a mutiny wanting to return to Spain. But since that time, many ships, Navy bombers, and other aircraft have become disoriented, had navigation problems, and sometimes disappear altogether in this area. Another famous disappearance in this area, and one of the most interesting stories that I found researching this topic, comes from 1918. The USS Cyclops. A very large Navy vessel disappeared without a trace on a voyage between the West Indies to Baltimore. A century later, it's no closer to being answered what happened to this ship or its men. The USS Cyclops was 550 feet long with a crew of 306 people and was carrying 11,000 tons of manganese aboard. Now this ship had been sailing successfully since 1910, traveling between the Baltic Sea, the Caribbean, and Mexico, assisting with moving coal around the world and helping refugees. But in March of 1918, the ship was given a new cargo. Tons of dense manganese ore used in steelmaking. The ship left Brazil loaded up with the metal, but the last known message from the ship simply said, Weather fair, all well and no one from the USS Cyclops was ever seen from or heard from again as it vanished without even an SOS. Nothing is known to this day what happened to this ship. It has never been found, and people have tried to tell the story. In fact, Marvin Barish, the descendant of one of the firefighters aboard the ship, has spent more than a decade researching its history. Through gathering Navy records, ship logs, and anything that might come in useful, including a blackened bag of manganese ore, he has come to the conclusion that the whole existence of the ship has been swept under a rug. It wasn't like it was lost in a glorious battle, he said. It just kind of fell off the face of the earth. Another fascinating and noteworthy story from the Bermuda Triangle is the mysterious disappearance of Flight 19. Now this story began as nothing more than a routine training flight. On December 5, 1945, at 2.10 p.m., five TBM Avenger torpedo bombers took off from a Naval Air Force station in Fort Lauderdale, Florida. These planes were collectively known as Flight 19, and they were scheduled to tackle a three-hour exercise known as Navigation Problem Number 1. They were to fly a triangular flight path that would have them heading east from the Florida coast to conduct bombing runs at a place called Hens and Chickens Shoals, they would then turn north and proceed over Grand Bahama Island before changing course a third time and flying southwest back to base. Now combined, the pilots of this group of bombers had 300 hours of, of experience flying these planes. In fact, the flight's leader was Lieutenant Charles C. Taylor, an experienced pilot and veteran of several combat missions in World War II's Pacific Theater. And at first, Flight 19's mission proceeded smoothly. Taylor and his pilots made it to Hens and Chicken Shoals around 2.30 and dropped their practice bombs without incident. But shortly after, the patrol turned north for the second leg of the journey and something very strange happened. 
For reasons still unknown, Taylor became convinced that his compass was malfunctioning and that his planes had been flying in the wrong direction. From that point on, Flight 19 became hopelessly disoriented. Many of the communications recorded from the planes included Taylor telling his men, I don't know where we are. We must have got lost after that last turn. Random communications from the planes to base continued throughout the day, but the pilots could never find their way back. And that same day, a rescue plane and its 13-man crew also disappeared. And after a massive search failed to turn up any evidence, the official Navy report just declared that it was as if they had flown to Mars. And to this very day, the men nor any of the planes have been found. In 1991, they thought they had found it. A group of treasure hunters seemed to have finally solved the puzzle when they stumbled upon the watery graves of five World War II-era Avenger planes near Fort Lauderdale. But it was later found out that the planes belonged to a different group with serial numbers that didn't match those of the fabled Lost Patrol. The search for these planes continues to this day, but no signs of the aircraft or their 27 crewmen have ever been found. Then there's the story of the Carol A. Deering. And maybe this ship was doomed from the start. The captain got sick and had to abandon ship at port in Delaware. To sailors, this was considered a bad omen. But after delivering its cargo to Rio, the ship started to turn home and stopped in Barbados for supplies. After this, it was sighted near North Carolina and noted that the crew was acting very strange. After that, the ship wasn't seen again until its wreckage washed up off the coast of Cape Hatteras. The ship's log, navigation equipment, and the crew's personal stuff and all lifeboats were gone. None of the crew was ever heard from again. Another interesting story happened on December 22nd of 1967. A cabin cruiser named Witchcraft left from Miami with her captain Dan Burke and his friend Father Patrick Horgan. The two gentlemen's journey on the 23-foot luxury yacht was to enjoy the wonderful view of Miami's Christmas lights from the ocean. But after just reaching one mile from the shore, the Coast Guard received a call from the captain stating that his ship had hit something, but that there was no substantial damage. Indicating help to be towed to shore, the Coast Guard set off immediately, reaching witchcraft in as many as 19 minutes, but they found nothing. The whole area, including the location of the ship, was completely deserted, with no signs of any ship having been stranded or even present there previously. What's most intriguing about this story is that this particular cruiser was virtually unsinkable. Not to mention that numerous life-saving devices present aboard, including life jackets, lifeboats, flares, distress signals, would have also been on board, but none of these were used, and the ship was just gone. Coast Guard officials searched hundreds of square miles of ocean over the next few days, but were unsuccessful in finding anything. And nothing of this ship has been found to this very day. Now these were just few of literally hundreds of types of these types of stories of strange phenomena and vanishings in this area. This area is infamous, and the legend of Bermuda Triangle is well known. So what are the most popular theories about this strange phenomenon? Well, not surprisingly, there are many, and since this is Conspiracy Theories and Chill, let's go ahead and explore some of the theorized causes of these strange vanishing crafts. One cause that has been put forth is vortices. 
Researcher Ivan Sanderson suspected that the strange sea and sky phenomenon, mechanical and instrument malfunctions, and mysterious disappearances were all the result of what he called vile vortices. These areas are places with extreme currents and temperature variations affecting electromagnetic fields. And he also said the Bermuda Triangle wasn't the only place on Earth where this occurred. Sanderson had drawn out elaborate charts on which he identified 10 such locations precisely distributed around the globe, five above and five below at equal distances from the equator. It has also been theorized that there is a space-time warp in the Bermuda Triangle. It is suggested that from time to time, a rift in space-time opens up in the Bermuda Triangle, and that planes and ships that are unlucky enough to be traveling the area at this time are lost in it. And that is why it is said that in many of these stories, that there's often barely an utterance of distress signal, any alert given, any rockets shot off, any kind of incidents of trouble at all, and then no trace of any of these crafts, no trace of any of these people, not even wreckage most of the time are ever found. Another theory is magnetic variation. Now this theory, proposed by the Coast Guard over 30 years ago, states that the majority of disappearances can be attributed to the area's unique environmental features. First, the Devil's Triangle is one of the two places on Earth that a magnetic compass does point towards true north. Normally, it points towards magnetic north. The difference between the two is known as compass variation. A number of variation changes by as much as 20 degrees can happen as one circumnavigates the Earth. If this compass variation or error is not compensated for, a navigator could find himself far off course and in deep trouble right away. Another theory surrounding disappearances in the area has to do with electronic fog. Now this is an assertion made by Rob McGregor and Bruce Gernon in their book The Fog. Gernon himself is a first-hand witness and survivor of this strange phenomenon. He says that on December 4th of 1970, he and his dad were flying their Bonanza A-37 over the Bahamas when they encountered a strange cloud phenomena, a tunnel-shaped vortex, the sides of which the plane's wings scraped as they flew. All of the plane's electronic and magnetic navigational instruments malfunctioned during this, and the magnetic compass spun inexplicably. Now, as they neared the end of this tunnel, they expected to see the clear blue sky, but instead, they saw only a dull grayish white for miles. No ocean, no sky or horizon, just grayish white for miles. And after flying for 34 minutes, time corroborated by every clock on board, they found themselves over Miami Beach, a flight that normally would have taken 75 minutes. McGregor and Gernon theorized that this electronic fog may have also been responsible for the famous disappearances of Flight 19 and other vanishing aircraft and ships. And of course, there's alien theories regarding Bermuda Triangle as it has been suggested that aliens have chosen the Bermuda Triangle as a point at which to capture and abduct for unknown purposes. Now aside from the lack of any real evidence for this theory, we also have to wonder why the aliens would take whole aircraft and ships, some of very considerable sizes. Why not just abduct the occupants in the same way that they are said to take people from their homes in the dead of night? 
Are they interested in the technology as well? In the ships themselves? In all of the personal artifacts on board? What would the reasons be that they would abduct the entire vessel? But one of the most famous and interesting theories behind the Bermuda Triangle is that underneath this area lies the lost city of Atlantis. Some believe that the Atlanteans were a civilization that had developed amazing advanced technology and that somehow remnants of it might still be active somewhere on the ocean floor. Now this technology, they say, might interfere with the instrumentation on modern ships and planes, causing them to sink and or crash. Now there seems to be no real evidence for this advanced technology theory except perhaps for the incredible claim of a discovery by Dr. Ray Brown in 1970 made while scuba diving near the Bari Islands in the Bahamas. Brown says that he came upon a pyramid-like structure with a smooth mirror-like stone finish. Swimming inside of it, he found the interior to be completely free of coral and algae and it was illuminated by some unknown light source. In the center was a sculpture of human hands holding a four-inch crystal sphere above which was suspended a red gem at the end of a brass rod. One of the most interesting scientific theories for the disappearances of ships in the Triangle is proposed by Dr. Richard McIver, an American geochemist and further backed up by Dr. Ben Klenel of Leeds University. Methane hydrates that bubble up from sea sediments on the ocean floor may cause ships to disappear, they say. Now, landslides on the ocean floor can release vast amounts of the gas, which they say would be disastrous because it would significantly reduce the density of the water, and this would make any ship floating above sink like a rock. It is also theorized that this highly combustible gas could ignite aircraft engines, causing them to instantly explode. Now, mainstream science and the mainstream approved narrative on the Bermuda Triangle is that it's tragic and there are a lot of weird, unexplained events that have taken place in this particular area, but there's no real proof for any conspiracy. There's no real proof for the phenomenon or any of the ideas behind what's happening to these ships. And they've even statistically said that this particular part of the ocean is no more dangerous than any other part of the ocean. But when you look at these statistics, that doesn't necessarily make you feel very good because there are disappearances all over the world. But as we talked about earlier in one of the theories, in fact, it was the first one we talked about, about the vortices. Ivan Sanderson had drawn out these elaborate charts, as I said, on which he identified 10 different locations of these vortices around the globe. But an article by Fate magazine in 1975 showed that the triangle was no more dangerous than any other part of the ocean. So is the Bermuda Triangle a true mystery? Now this region of the sea certainly has had its share of marine tragedies and unexplained events and different being reported in this area. But this region is also one of the heaviest traveled areas of ocean in the world. And with this much activity in a relatively small region, is it surprising that this large of a number of accidents occur? These are the kind of things we need to find out, we need to figure out. I think it's a little strange that this area would be so famous for this phenomenon. And even the Coast Guard has theories on what's causing this to happen. 
but nothing's ever been figured out all this time. It just kind of goes to show how much we don't understand. How many undiscovered phenomenons are there on this earth? I found this look into the Bermuda Triangle very fascinating. That's the Bermuda Triangle video. I thought that was pretty interesting and a good way to tie into this. How there are things that are just not able to be explained any other way. Other than there's multiple levels and layers to reality that we don't fully understand. You know? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you know that you have a place that might be a portal place in your state? No, I did not. I wanted to show you this real quick. There's a... Oh, yeah. The yeah. underwater stone arrangement. There's a pyramid, too, in uh, Lake uh, Michigan. Didn't they find a whole lot of stuff in the lake there yeah, in Michigan? Yeah, yeah. It was all kinds of Egyptian um, cities and shit. On the floor of Lake Michigan, <coughs> near Transverse City in the state of Michigan, the United States, and these structures were discovered in 2007. And it lists, in this one anyway, it lists uh, one of the stones had a carving of a mastodon, an elephant-like creature that became extinct more than 10,000 years ago. So this is old, old, old. There's a pyramid too there. They believe it to be 9,000 years old. That was the first thing they found was the pyramid. Um, there was this family and they would take their friends and yada, yada, yada. And yeah, they had been diving for years and swimming around the pyramid and then um, eventually scott walter um forensic scientist got a hold of it and he showed it to the world made videos and everything and and then after that this is the shit they're finding now they're finding more and more because now they're branching out further and further yeah that's pretty wild though is that like a touristy thing can you take diving expeditions mm -hmm. down and look at this stuff you can can you? Yep. Yeah, they took a um, drone thing, a little bubble drone thing. I thought was the coolest shit I ever seen. They're out, they're out there, and it's you know what I'm saying. And they're wearing their jeans and t-shirt and shit, and <laughs> and, they, and this little uh, contraption, man. The thing was badass. So yeah, so like in my theory, Flight 19 popped up in somebody else's timeline, and they were like, "Wait, whoa, where'd this come from?" But but it's also like the other one somebody mentioned earlier, where in our timeline, an airplane popped up and landed, and it was full of skeletons. That's what I was getting ready to ask. If it all tie, if it, yeah. So if we tie this back into your theory, you're just leaving one timeline going into another. Going to another. Yep. All these ships and things that are disappearing at the Bermuda Triangle, they're popping up at another timeline. It keeps it's bringing just, me back to the problem I keep having with it is I keep thinking that means this is just an endless loop. It's not endless. You said it's you it. can ascend out of it, though. You can. You can ascend out of it. But if you choose to descend, if you choose to be dark, angry, um, all about the shiny things and blah, 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 then you will constantly descend and you will be stuck here until you can figure it out. It's school, and you're flunking. You want to pass. It reminds me of a series of books. 
by Stephen King. He may have like based this on the multiverse theory, actually. The more I, love, I think about it. I love how you talked about it in your Bermuda Triangle thing, because I was going to bring that up, the uh, sea farts. That was actually a theory that methane gas would come up in bubbles so large that they could not only engulf uh, ships, but they could also bring down planes. But but they're not there, though. Like, you don't find them. Where are they? It's it's not that deep. The 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 bottom of uh, of the sea in that area is is very diveable. So where where's all these planes and shit? Whole squadrons and shit, you know? Yeah, the Flight 19 story is very interesting. That's, There's that's another wild. story. It was um in it was in 1965. It was Flight 53. And this thing had been missing for 10 years. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, just like just like um, the USS Eldred off of the Montauk um, Harbor, same shit, man. All of a sudden at the airport, within view of everybody there at the airport, this plane just starts coming in. It lands, and, uh, and then people start running up to the plane asking questions, and the... Um, um, pilot is talking through the window you know he's got the window slit open and they're like we're going to need you to get out of this plane because he knew what was about to happen they were going to run tests on all these people these people have been missing for 10 years and and so he slid that window shut took off never to be seen again the flight full of people and then there's another one where the guy was in flight um and he said he went through these dark clouds and by the time he got out of the end of the dark clouds he was at um the military base and at the military base that he was at he said all the the tanks and and everything was painted differently all everything was different colors and it was very vibrant and there was soldiers and shit and people going everywhere he said um as he did a flyover he circled back and when he circled back it was dilapidated, run down. Um, nobody was there, which is what it was supposed to be in his timeline. So then fast forward to 10 years later, and they start up World War II, and they turn this abandoned airfield into a high-tech, high modernized airport, and all the colors of everything painted and everything is exactly the way he's seen it 10 years ago when he was flying. These people are popping in and out of timelines. And sometimes you're lucky enough to get back to your original one, but most times not. Like when you hear Andrew D. Basiago or John Teeter, they say, you can never re-replicate the exact same timeline. Once you leave it, there's no going back. And like that comment I was putting up there, like all times are happening at the same time. Yes. So past, future, and present are all happening at the same time. All at once. Yeah. It's a dream. It's a it's a thirty second dream to you seems like a lifetime. The theory tied together there with the time. That's why I put that comment back up. I had to find it again. I was hoping it would still be there. But yeah, your portals. Um, when you bring portals into it, that that totally ties it together. Because that was where I was. 
aiming to at the end was when you see these these beings and they're in um flesh in front of you they're they're coming from like stage one stage two that timeline and they're traveling in and out through these portals well that's not exactly what he's saying uh i believe that this is just my interpretation of his theory that like we the world seems created because it is and it all like boils down to mathematics they say they find binary code and things mm -hmm. you hear that kind of stuff all the time yep. it seems like a computer program and the reason why it seems that way is because it is it really is and it, it's uh, a simulated environment that you can manipulate with your mind and control even if you really yes. knew how Yes. To operate this reality, you could you could ascend manifest. to a level of of you would tip fucking be able to teleport. Like but you would be able to do that. We have been dumbed down so much about what what's even real that we've been weakened to a point that we don't understand our true potential. Yes, sir. And uh so kind of like a matrix, but uh, the way I've always looked at it is more of a created simulation that, that I cannot possibly understand. I That's why I didn't understand it. It's finally coming to me. Well, there's another comment I need to put back up because he was right. As soon as he told me this, I understood everything because it, I can't it, possibly it, understand it. And every... <laughs> He's right. And every yeah. timeline is just like Teeter and um, um, the other time Charlie talked about is they're literally off by the smallest of details that the only details that would be different would be like the spelling of Chuck E. Cheese or things like that. The, the black like dress. Yes. That's another, it, it reminded me again of that book series. These are all things that he goes into in that book series. And then in the end, spoiler alert, anybody that wants to read the book series, turn it off for like the next couple minutes. <laughs> he, he just finds out that he just lives his life over and over and over again. And he corrects little details each time. And maybe eventually that'll be enough to satisfy and end the cycle. But like he starts realizing it at the end of the book that he's getting ready to start his loop over again. And it's all starting to crash into him that this just never ends. And I was thinking that the whole time you were saying this. And maybe no, that is what there is an end game. Yeah, no, I'm right now. I'm just talking about that book series and yeah. how it reminded me of that because it was the same shit. There was different realities. There was a, a father Callahan character that was from a different timeline and reality entirely. A different universe and had, had traveled into their universe and they went into other universes etc so it went into portals all kinds of things i think it, it is based on some version of the matrix theory mm -hmm. multiverse and matrix combined but that's why maybe it reminded me so much of it but this endless loop thing because that was what was terrifying him when he was realizing it that, oh no I just do this over and over again. I know. And that's why I spoke up because that was the look you had. 
yeah. about a half hour ago and when you said that and i felt so bad i was like no i'm, I'm thinking this guy thinks there's no end to this and i was yeah. thinking that is a bad feeling to have right like no <laughs> no, no there no, is an end game right there is an end game and it's all up to you how good you want to be at this game yeah, i want to be great at it then but you are forced into the game you are playing it and and so are they what are what do we call those people cprs or whatever uh uh shit no the people with that dumb look on their face they fucking watch the news all the time and oh npcs npcs yeah yeah that's what it is and and there's an npc of you in these different timelines that's living your life that other people that are that are actually currently living in that timeline would not know the difference i used to know a guy that thought something similar to that but he took it even further to where the world rendered like a video game for each person so the reason why the sun seems to follow you and is always right there and the moon etc and all that is because it's your personal existence that's trippy that's the tony smith um theory too that you are god that you are sentient you are god and um you have to live this life and you need to um ascend out of it and become god but there the theory is is that you are god but you don't know it i mean and jesus kind of says that he says that he he tells the um a bunch of strangers in the street that he says you all have the same powers that i do you just don't know they, they didn't have um basically they didn't have the faith and the belief that they could make things happen they didn't have faith and belief that they could levitate so they didn't jesus had faith and belief that he could levitate so he did And that's where the schooling comes in. That's our. That's where we want to be again. We were there at one time, and we want to be there again. And if we all do it as a whole, we can all ascend together, and push out the dark, the dark beings. You've seen the dark beings. They they stand in your room when you allow oh, I've them. Seen, I've seen a dark being before. When you I allow them to be counter. there. And you you have to invite the light beings to come in, and I've seen them come in and push out the dark beings, but you they won't, and they were they're waiting, they're waiting, Sean. They're like, please invite us in. We're ready to do this. But that's the game. You have to invite them in. Jesus says, I cannot come in to you. Basically, I can't help you if you don't invite me in. I cannot help you. You have to. I will knock on your door if you invite me in with pure heart we will eat supper together and i will have your back but if you don't invite me in i can't help you he was a teacher and then when he came back and for uh after the resurrection the first person who seen him was uh mary magdalene when she, when she was standing in the cave and he was standing at the entrance of the cave and and the first thing that came out of her mouth was teacher not messiah not christ it was teacher she got it she understood 
I tried to put that comment up, but it covered you up. Where, Jack where said he it? saw a spaceship shoot into Lake Michigan. And some guy jumped up and said, holy shit, did anyone see that? And I said, that little black dot that just shot to the east. And he said, holy shit, and I have a witness. Which means there's two corroborating eyes, set of eyes that saw a dot go in and out of the water. That's amazing. They see a lot of that stuff. Uh, Christopher Columbus talked about that. Maybe there's a portal down there in that. At the Bermuda Triangle. In that building. Christopher Columbus, it's in his logs. No, in Lake Michigan. There um, are structures underneath. Maybe maybe there is a portal. There might be. Hey. But yeah, at least it says free will. That's that's the gift that God gives us. It's free will. Mm-hmm. That's when I say it's a really good rush song too. It is a great fucking song. Yeah. If you choose not to decide, you still have made a choice. I I stumbled upon a really really good Rush cover band online. Really? Called Why Why Not. <clears throat> oh, that'd be badass. They're awesome. They got a female singer. They're really good. Look them up. You will like it. That's crazy because when I was a kid, I used to think that uh, Getty Lee was a female singer until I seen a video. He sounds like it. I mean, there's no not saying anything bad. He does. Oh, he's a fucking great singer. You hear a, a girl do it, it, it sounds perfect. Does not sound wrong That's at all. That's the only way you'd be able to do it. Yeah. <coughs> she sounds exactly like him. Just slightly more feminine, but you'd hardly notice. They're really good. So, so back to get right there. She said she saw a UFO in the seventies. So, some people believe in them. Some people don't. I I believe that millions of people can't be wrong. That that they are they're seeing something, you know. And these things, Sean, they're not coming from other planets. They're coming out of these portals. They're coming out of the 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 blackness of night, you know. But they're not coming from space. You know, space is, it's, that's not, that's not obtainable. The final frontier? That's the what final, I thought you were going to say. The final frontier is not obtainable. Yeah. <laughs> I I don't think so. I, I think you're right, though. I think they're talking more about dimensions and, and, and traveling in and out of dimensions. That's where they're going. Mm-hmm. Yep. And when you see them, because you don't, you know. And you see crafts go off in that direction and then vanish. You know, pilots, Air Force pilots, now that they're talking about UFOs, openly talk about that. And they're not they just good. seem to vanish, but they're not vanishing. Maybe they're entering portals. That's what they're doing, in my opinion. And they're not good at all. These beings are not good. And they give you that creepy vibe. So the thing is, is that as you ascend upwards, in, inside those timelines... The light beings that have them scared to even enter those timelines. So they're running rampant in timelines one through four, we'll say. Back to it being ten. You know, even though there's billions, we'll just go with ten. Yeah. So right the demons run rampant in one through four. And we need to get out of four. And we're in three right now. So we need to go two more up. But you'll start to see little things in your life will start to, to go better. Thoughts, um, just things will go start going your way. More things will, will really start to go your way. And a little bit more, a little bit more as you start to ascend 
a little bit more. Will I ever get back to a timeline where E.T. says phone home? I was wondering about that, dude. I really did. I don't want him to say home phone. And, and the thing that really makes me think that we're in the, the darker levels, like one through three, is that her dress went from vibrant colors and all that shit to black, dude. Yeah. Black. I mean, come on, Black, man. boring. No fucking way that's what it looked like. Black. Just but dulled it down. It's symbolic, though, the color itself. Black. Yeah. It went dark. Mm-hmm. We need to get back to the light. Invite the light. And that it, it, you know why that works, Sean? Because it rhymes. Lisa says there was an orange portal over the White House when when Trump was uh, Mr. Potato Head. Wait, when uh, who is that? Could be either who, one. Who I mean, <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I'm trying to figure out who Mr. Potato Head is. Is it is it Biden? Empty-headed potato, right? It's got to be Biden. It's got to be Biden. There was an orange portal over the White House when the coup happened. Is that what you meant? And Joe says they do travel through space, but they use wormholes <laughs> to get here, which you're calling portals. Yes. Or actually wormholes. Yeah. So they hit like a wormhole, travel through that. It's a superhighway. Spook through. And that's what that one dude did in your video. He he made he did a um two two and a half hour flight in forty minutes, when he went through that circular portal, the wormhole. And that's what wormholes are capable of doing. He was in a single engine Cessna, and somehow was able to get up to three thousand miles per hour, some shit like that. <laughs> That is what she meant. So, orange portal over the White House. <laughs> I wonder if I can find something on that real quick. There's a reason why they went there, dude. You know what I'm saying? They gravitate. Evil gravitates to those areas. They have for a very long time. So, there's got to be something in Washington. I don't want to go nowhere near that, dude. Can you imagine the energy around that area? That would be such a bad energy. Sorry, I didn't mean to go quiet. Oh, I no. was looking at something. I'm reading up on these quotes. Robert says, and then things get, when when things get really good, a big jar of weed shows up on your table. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> huge jar. It looks so big. Are you sure it's only ounce in there? Because it looked like, you know, a pound. That was one ounce. Yeah, look, that's a little that, that it's perspective then. The other ounce That's I turned into, um, you know, them big-ass fucking mason jars, the big ones? I filled that up with um, olive oil, cannabis olive oil, the Rick Simpson variety. Dude, this stuff is so strong, you'll be having hangovers the next day, waking up, like, feeling like you cannot wake up. Your eyes are burning. <clears throat> I'm talking after, like, 20 hours of sleep, and you're, like, <laughs> waking up, like, ugh! But I can't even, can't even move.
Lisa says January 6th this year was her last cigarette, and it just happened without me even wanting to. Wow, what happened? How did you just quit randomly? Someone had an insurrection in her cigarette pack. <laughs> she had a... January 6th. A J6 ins- insurrection pack. She just gave it up. It was the memorial pack. <laughs> yeah. No, that's awesome. Congratulations on quitting. And I saw earlier you wanted my forgiveness. Whatever it is, I'm sure it's fine, and I forgive you. Lisa, you were forgiven before yes. you even did it. Hell yeah. No, I'm sure it's fine. And, and I remember you, and I don't think it was something very horrible. I don't even know I don't remember is. anything super horrible, and whatever it was, it's fine. That's another way to ascend. <laughs> I cover Paul again. You know, that that's that's another way to ascend is uh, forgiveness. You know, basically, you were forgiven before you even did it. No matter what it is, even if it's if it's my girlfriend cheating on me and leave me for another man. You know what? She was already forgiven before she did it. That's how these uh, crafts travel, though, Jack. Jack's saying the little dot, the one he saw go into Lake Michigan. Or come out of whichever way. I, I don't remember now. Anyways, was like a skydiver in a cannonball when it was time for an opening shoot. Boom, shot to the east out like a gun, blurred in a millisecond. Yeah. Mm. That's what That's I'm talking about. They just change direction like that. Pilots talk about it now. Now they that do. they let them. They try to. These are crafts that are from the futuristic times either further along or even secret military crafts that they have now. But it may be bis- like we just talked about. It could be both. Time happening at the same time. So past, present, future, all at once. Could be time travelers, like you were saying, from the past, mm-hmm. from the future anyway. Yep. Past, future. Oh, it, 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 yeah. And to go further into that, um, everything being all at once, energy never dies, right? It just takes on new form. Um, in Gatlinburg, Tennessee... Once a year, you can pay to do this, and it's it's this is creepy as all hell. Sean, you can set up a lawn chair and sit in the audience and watch the woods, and what happens every year during the weekend for three days, you get to see the ghosts of the soldiers during the the Confederacy walking walking by through the woods, and they're they're do their plain as day. I wonder if you build a baseball diamond in your backyard, if a team will come play. Shoeless Joe Jackson is going to yeah, pop up at your door. Up? Come on. If you build it, they'll come. <coughs> Shoeless Joe. There is an orange hue to the sky. I was looking up. I find I found Did videos. Find the sky. Well, the sky, there's no, you can't see it. It's like an orange hue to the sky. I'm trying to find where you, you see like a, portal but you do definitely see this orangish hue over in the sky someone says that's wait here's somebody pointing at it let's see here I don't know let me bring it in so you can see what I'm talking about He and he Trump had that Nephilim that was his handler. Remember that guy? That guy was bigger than the airplane. That was that was some freaky shit. 
Oh, look at that. Oh, forget it. <laughs> What's that? Oh, okay. So that's all he was doing was showing that was a dot on the phone. This is what I'm talking about. So he's he's just explaining it away. Why is the sky orange over the White House? He's going to tell you why in camera language. But when people are there looking at it with their eyeballs, it's looking orange, too, during this time over the White House. They explain everything away through fancy wordage. Oh, yeah. That's, well, this is just the first video I found. I was just trying to see what they were talking about. I'm, I'll I look would do it more. Uh, look at that. They, they had a had they had a light out. They had a street light out. It, 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 for the fuck in Washington D.C. at the White House, you had a street light out. Come on, is that? <laughs> That's ridiculous. It really is. Man. Up. That Get means everything. Together. That is the brown M M&M. and M. Yeah. If, you, if if you're not gonna take care of your street light, what the fuck else are you not taking care of? Nearly everything. <laughs> Pretty much everything, eh? And that's while the National Guard was run out. They can't change street lights while they're out there on the streets. The they don't notice the street lights out. Yeah, I Yeah. Yep. And and you know, if you can manipulate energies like that and frequencies, you can pop in and out at will. Like like literally, you could be in dimension one and you're like, okay, I got to go to dimension three and fuck with these guys. Literally in the, the blink of an eye, you can push a button on your spacecraft and you will warp into another timeline. That would be boss. It would be. We could do that. We can do that. We just, we, they dumb us down to think we can't. But we can do it without crafts. See, that's the thing that makes them jealous as shit about us is we can astral project. We can literally leave the body and and we can travel in time in space we can travel um in the present if that's what you want to do you can literally there's people that are that can train themselves to do this i was able to do it back in 2012 ish um, i did it like three or four times for you but dude it is in order to be able to astral project you have to cleanse yourself like you don't smoke weed you drink water you fast all that and and you can literally travel and and so they need they need um they need um vehicles in order to travel the way we can do if we just knew how to do it thanks more of that weed on that we are special shot. man astral projection is is a real thing and that's literally your, have you ever your tried to do that what's that dream where you control uh things in your dream that's kind of astral projection um it's basic it's kind of like that that would be awesome skill to learn yeah skill some i can't do that i, I when Lucid i'm in a dream, dream. I, I don't know it's a dream there's been very few times that i knew it was a dream and i a dream. hardly ever remember mine no i don't either i know you do but i don't remember it all ever i don't either. there's very few that i remember and i'll remember them like they were yesterday but then there's uh, almost 99.9 percent .9 of them i will never remember and as soon as I wake up, they're gone, you know? 
Merkaba. Okay. And she said something earlier, too, about star forts. Yeah. I've never heard of those. No. You've heard of it. You just don't know it. It's those, uh, those like, well, it'd be easier to show you while I'm looking for it. Let's see here. And Marvina says she's astral projected a couple of times. I have. I've been. What? Dude, you want to hear something crazy? Listen to this. I, um, when I was able, I, I did it three times on command and you literally have to cleanse yourself. There's literally no smoking weed, no drinking pop, um, no poisons. You got to, uh, fast all that. And, and you can astro project, dude, I astro projected to Egypt and I wanted to go to Egypt and I thought about Egypt as I was going to bed and I was able to literally ascend and astro project to egypt now check this out this is where it gets weird sean now now hear me out i i uh astro projected to the very top of the great pyramid in egypt and i was sitting there on the sand and and i could feel the heat of the sun on the back of my neck and i could smell the smells and i could feel the sand and my and, and everything was in vibrant colors right and uh when i was sitting at there was this tripod this big ass metal tripod that i was sitting in the center of and I literally would never had no idea that this tripod was ever there, Sean. I swear to God. And and when I woke up um, a couple days later, there was a guy that was on Facebook Live that was climbing the Great Pyramid, if you remember that. And he climbed all the way to the top. And when he got to the top, guess what was at the top, Sean? There was the, the metal tripod. And you could see where, where uh, dust and sand and, and dirt and shit had been kicked around recently where i had been and if you don't believe then it you don't believe but for those who do believe it is it's an amazing thing well, it, this it, is believe day it, it is unfathomable well at least entertain day oh yeah okay, okay, star I've seen those. yeah yeah people believe these were created by frequency it makes sense. Have you ever seen dirt on frequency? Mm-hmm. Like the little sand grains that we're talking about? Yep. They yep. play music, how they move around. They look like that. Mm-hmm. They make those kind of patterns. Hmm. Mm-hmm. That's <coughs> wild. That is wild, isn't it? That makes sense. It does. I think that's the way things operated entirely. Back then. Yeah, yes. back then that's the way they did things. When you can use your entire brain, those are the things you're capable of doing. That and when you can ascend talking about though. That is that is high level ascension right there, Sean. You're talking that's like level eight, nine, you know. Making star forts. Making star forts with, with energy, frequency, vibration. You probably need like I don't know, good 10, 12 dudes in a, standing in Stonehenge to make a good star fort. You know. Chanting, really concentrating together, focusing their mind powers. They talk about that. I don't know how many people it would take to do that. It would take a lot. And, and that's where I was getting ready to go with was... Um, it's fucking cool. The walls of Jericho in the Bible. They had to, for seven days, they had to trample around it. And what they were doing was creating vibration underneath it with their feet. Boom, 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 constant for seven days. 
And then after those seven days, they were instructed to blow their horns at a certain frequency toward the walls. And they did. And those walls came crumbling down through because of sound and vibration frequency. <coughs> yep. If that's how the world operated then. It is. And we... we so. And, and we're supposed to be told that a lot they, of these structures that make no sense that's how they were built yeah through sound even mm -hmm. like these these mega churches these cathedrals these buildings that make no sense how they could have constructed them even today with our technology would take hundreds of years i'm sure some yeah. of the detail in these buildings i'll never believe you did this with primitive tools and horse and buggy days no but maybe it was done with sound the Temple Mount created Dude, there's, crystallization. There's blocks at the Temple Mount that are bigger than semi trucks, and they say that that um, they were lifted by sound, sound waves, and they were levitated and put into place. Yeah, I believe that shit. That's what they the Bible things said. Different then, but they want us to think we were stupid then. No, I think the world was much more advanced than people think. Pre-flood, I think they were more advanced than we are, and that it was more populated. Oh yeah, dude, yeah. It was more densely populated. People Way more than longer. what we we're told. Yep, it, dude. They had for for crying out loud, dude. They had wireless electricity in Egypt, and they find evidence of this daily with these Baghdad batteries, and they're even inscribed on the side of the pyramid. That hey, I am a power plant, and it shows people plugging big ass light glass light bulbs into Baghdad batteries. That's in that's on the the drawings. <coughs> Those are tombs, Paul. Oh yeah, that's right. My bad. For the pharaohs, even though they never found any in there. No arrows ever been found yeah. in a in a in a pyramid. No, the grave robbers created the Valley of the Kings because they wanted to give a proper burial to these kings before they robbed them. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. No, they the, the, the Egyptology shit. That's a whole subject unto itself. They got. A billion dollar industry. They got a lot of control over any information that differs <coughs> from yep. regular accepted even timelines of shit. Because I, I think that's the main thing they're hiding there. Because that, that, that area holds a lot of hidden history as far as timelines go. Where if they admit that these structures weren't built by the Egyptians, they have to explain away oh, how did they get built then? Who did build them? They have no idea how to explain that without getting into how these structures are everywhere. They were built with a different technology. Oh, they flat out. They feel they flat out will not visit the Bosnian pyramids. They just act like they don't exist. They say it's natural rock formation, even though they've never been there. But the Bosnian pyramids are dated, and they're still in, in um, functional form. The Bosnian pyramids shoot light into the sky every equinox. <coughs> it is a right, it is, I believe it is you, still man. a power plant. Your mind is infinitely powerful. Oh, it's amazing the thing we you only can do. have. A, 
we only even understand can, a fraction of our true potential. What if I told you you can make it rain just by believing you can make it rain? What if I told you that when you were sitting there on your lawn chair outside on a clear blue sky day, you could just by believing it and asking, make it rain. And, and, and it'll fucking, you can feel raindrops start hitting you. And, and, but you can't be surprised by it because if you're surprised by it, then that means you didn't believe it to begin with. <coughs> That's what believing begin, becomes. <coughs> it's like, you know, like, uh, greatest American hero when he started flying and they figured out he was flying and it freaked them out and he started crashing into shit. If you crash into shit, that means that you weren't, you didn't believe to begin with. And you're surprised that it's happening. You can't be surprised right. that these things are happening. These yeah. are supposed to be. That's when it always goes wrong, even in cartoons. <laughs> it does. When they look down, they're fucked. They just keep walking. They'd have been fine. Peter in the, the lake, lake of Galilee. <coughs> you know? Someone down a lot of Bible knowledge today. He was walking on water until he looked down. And the only reason he looked down was because... His, his thought process was, I can't do this originally. And then he was surprised that he was doing it. And, and once it occurred to him that he was surprised he was doing it, sploosh. Yep. You can't be surprised. You gotta believe. You gotta believe. <clears throat> what George Michael say? Because you, you gotta, gotta have, have faith. Faith, faith, faith. Yep. Mm -hmm. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, as much as I hate this time of day, we're going to have to say goodbye. It's time to wrap up another episode. We We've should, been going almost two hours. We should do a 19-hour show. We should. We need to one day. A 19-hour. We could um, easily. Conspiracy-a-thon. Yeah. 19 is a good number. That's a great number. It is. Well, so, yeah. So, towards towards the end there, I seen you were getting it, though. You got it now. You, I, you I think do. so. You do. I got it. I still am creeped out it by is. certain elements of it, but I think it, I understand it. It'll, it'll, it'll make more sense later on. Um, the parts that creep you out just won't creep you out as much the more you think about it. You know what I'm saying? Because right. it'll make more sense. It's, it's, this is a game that we're playing, and you want to win the game, and there's rules to the game. I'm trying to win real hard now. You can't send out. You can't. I'm gonna send my ass off now. Send the the crap out of here. Oh yeah. And then all of a sudden, in your ascension, like the president, you know, gets locked up, and all these people get locked up, and all the things that are supposed to happen happen. And that yeah. that is in another timeline, and we do want to get there. It's a multiverse theory. I want to get to that universe. Invite the light, brothers and sisters. Invite the light. That's all I got to say. It, it, it rhymes. So you know it works. You know? It does. And that's a good way to know something worked. I, it, it, to me, that's verification. That's total verification that something works. If it rhymes, it's fine. I think that's how it goes. That's exact. That's right. That's right. All right. Well, <laughs> thanks again, Paul. And you have a great evening, sir. Hey, thanks for having me. And God bless everybody. And you guys have a great evening, too. Thank you for watching, taking part, and participating, and sharing it out. And I will see you back here Friday night with Yankee Rants. Enjoy the rest of your evening.